You're listening to the Hiking is My Therapy podcast, where hiking under the influence of mental health happens right here. Deborah guides you through stories and discussions on how the mental health benefits of hiking has helped others. Depression, trauma, anxiety, ADHD, personality disorders, grief and loss, and many more topics are discussed throughout each episode. Keep in mind though, each episode is based on personal perspective or experience to give us insight on choosing a better path. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hiking is My Therapy podcast. I'm Deborah, and this is Scenes from the Trail Boss with Carlos Gonzalez. Carlos runs the website Scenes from the Trail where he provides detailed hikes, descriptions for all skill levels, history of the areas and trails along with ruins, mines, waterfalls, and scenic views. Today, we take a deep dive into Carlos's experiences with liver cancer and how hiking has helped him throughout the journey. So thanks so much for joining us, Carlos. Really appreciate it. If you don't mind just starting off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, thank you for having me. My name is Carlos. I'm 62 years old. I'm a freelance photographer and a writer. Currently, I own and operate scenesfromthetrail.com. The website documents my hikes and explorations and hopefully serves as a useful tool for others that are interested in exploring the outdoors. I'm a hiker, always have been. Except when I was growing up, we didn't call it that. We would just say, let's go for a walk in the woods. We roamed all over the Rockefeller property, now known, now known as Rockefeller State Park Preserve and also Rockwood Hall. The old Croton Aqueduct was our connection to adjoining towns along the Hudson River. We didn't have any fancy gear and we wore a lot of cotton. We didn't track our miles or elevation gain, but we logged a lot of miles in the woods. As I got older, my priorities changed, which meant less time in the woods. I began to get into it again about 2012 when I started photographing architecture and landscapes. I dig the history that comes with old structures and ruins. While researching future shoots, I started to find that the most interesting finds were tucked away in the woods reclaimed by nature. So little by little, I began to explore our nation's history one trail at a time. In August of 2021, I was diagnosed with liver cancer. I had an eight centimeter tumor and several smaller tumors and lesions on my liver. Prognosis was not good and I was devastated when I got the news. My health quickly deteriorated and I lost almost 50 pounds in a matter of weeks. To be honest, I didn't think that I would make it to 2022. And speaking to my oncologist, I told him that the most important thing to me was quality of life. If I couldn't have a somewhat normal life, then I didn't want to suffer just to gain a few extra months. I have seen what this awful disease can do to people, and I wanted no part of that. I made peace with God and accepted that I was going to die, but I wasn't ready to go without a fight. I knew that if I didn't keep moving, I was finished. There were times that I went from the couch to the fridge and was totally exhausted. I would force myself to walk outside to throw out the trash. Then I would walk a little farther, soon making it around the block, and sometimes using a hiking pole as a cane. No matter how awful I was feeling, I made an effort to just walk. I would drive to Nyack Beach State Park and walk the gravel path. At first, it was just about 20 feet and back. That was all I had. 
but just being outdoors with the sun on my face and the fresh air made a world of difference. I would leave there feeling better. And this encouraged me to keep going. It gave me hope. You know, after, oh, sorry, after undergoing a Y90 procedure, I began immunotherapy. I began to feel better and started hiking very easy trails or paved walkways. Then in the summer of 22, I started to feel like something was wrong and they found a new tumor on my liver. Again, my health rapidly deteriorated. I underwent another Y90 procedure and began taking chemo pills. The side effects were horrible. It really made me feel like I was going to die soon. I didn't think that I would make it to the end of 2022. Then I underwent an MRI on December 30th of 2022, and my radiologist who performed the Y90 procedure told me that my scan showed no visible signs of any tumors. I stared at the doctor and the nurse stoically wondering how, how could that be? I felt like a man that was going to die. As it turns out, the chemo pill that I was taking was making me feel this way. By the third week in January, my liver became inflamed and my oncologist took me off the chemo pill. Since that time, I had had subsequent clean scans and my blood work has been at normal levels. In June of 2023, I am feeling better than I have since pre-diagnosis. In conversations with my doctors, they have all said that the reason that I was able to withstand the treatments and cancer medication was because I was physically and mentally strong. They encouraged me, encouraged me to keep hiking, and several began to follow my website and were impressed with the hikes that I was doing, considering my condition. When I spoke to my radiologist after my second clean scan, I told him that I didn't think that I would live to see 2022. And he said, I didn't think so either. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I'm really sorry you had an experience all of that and still continue to go through that process. If you don't mind sharing, what symptoms did you start to experience that impacted your abilities? Well, I began to feel tired and weak at times. Hiking in the heat began to take its toll. I figured it was a combination of lack of activity over the winter and the weight gain that goes with it and old age. I just thought that I had lost a few steps from the previous year. But once diagnosed and on a regular schedule of cancer treatments and meds, I experienced a vast number of side effects that limited where I could go and what I could do. I mean, there was countless side effects, dizziness, loss of coordination, severe headaches, you know, diarrhea, constipation, confusion, blurred vision, problems thinking, decreased appetite, skin rashes, the uh, changes in the way things taste abdominal pain, coughing, so never all at the same time, but if you have three or four going on at once, it makes for a miserable existence. All my appointments were at Phelps Hospital, Sleepy Hollow, New York. When I would enter the lobby, I would request the wheelchair because I didn't have the strength to stand on my feet for very long. I had to get wheeled around, and that was depressing as hell. But as weak as I felt at times, there were small windows where I felt just a little stronger those windows let the light in and gave me hope. I would try to get outside as often as I could and just make and just take a few steps here and there. The farther I strayed, the more hope I had. 
along the way, as things occurred, I made the necessary changes to be able to try to get back to my normal self. I packed more essential items in my pack. I chose trails that weren't too far removed from civilization, just in case I had lost a little confidence and I didn't want to get in over my head or endanger my hiking partners. When I first started hiking in earnest, I did the more difficult hikes and saved the easy hikes for when I could no longer do the hard ones. Unfortunately, that time came a lot sooner than I had envisioned. But there's no shame to my game. I carried my full pack in parks where people stroll by wearing sandals. <laughs> I, I hear that. Um, and, you know, all of that must have been very hard to manage for you. And it sounds like it was a learning curve for you and not just one, but all different areas of life. What do you feel was the hardest part about this diagnosis for you and the symptoms that you were experiencing? Well, being told that I had cancer was like a gut punch. Instantly, I knew in my head that I, my time on this earth was ended and ended soon. But I had so much left to do, places to see. The emotion that one goes through at times overwhelming. I reached out to those that I hurt and those that helped me throughout my life. I made peace with everything and accepted my fate. And being on a downhill slide physically and mentally was very difficult to say the least. The list is long of people who have fought valiantly and didn't survive this disease. Why should I be any different? Anticipatory grief is something that isn't really talked about much. And for those who don't know, anticipatory grief occurs when you're anticipating something, whether it's, you know, death or stages of sickness or loss. And you mentioned that you and your doctor didn't think you would make it past 2022. How do you navigate anticipatory grief? Well, the doctors told me that I would have a hard road ahead with no guarantees that I would even survive the treatments or meds. And that's a tough pill to swallow, and no pun intended. Initially, I felt a sense of doom. And with the way I felt, I knew the end was near. I accepted my fate, and I was prepared to meet my maker. But once I got past the initial shock and grief, I began processing my situation and realized that what is done is done. So I shifted my focus to the things that I could control, changing my diet, listen to my doctors, etc. I thought that I was ready to die, but that feeling soon passed. I wanted to live and wasn't going to go quietly. You know, my life changed drastically, but life is about change. As my body and mind went through those changes, I made the necessary adjustments. I changed my diet and lifestyle for starters, and I could no longer do strenuous hikes, but I could do easy hikes. I focused on living with cancer rather than dying from cancer. That changed my mindset. Well, that change in my mindset was crucial and helped to maintain a positive attitude. Today, I don't take anything for granted and appreciate each day I have left on this earth. You know, I, I really liked what you said about how you focused on living with cancer rather than dying from cancer. I think that's really powerful. And, you know, you mentioned that hiking saved your life. Can you tell us a little bit why you feel that way? Well, I truly believe that hiking saved my life because it made me physically and mentally stronger. The physical part is mostly obvious. It built my endurance and strength. That gave me the ability to withstand the physical changes that I went through and the pain that is associated with those changes. <clears throat> Excuse me. The mental aspect of navigating my way through a hike of my design, including not tripping or falling, 
finding all the points of interest and capturing images along the way. My concentration is on the job at hand and I'm fully focused on that. Same train of thought that went into navigating my way through this dreadful disease. I made a plan in my mind of how I could get through this. I figured that I would focus all of my energy to get through a few rounds of treatments, no matter what came with it. If nothing changes after a few months, then I go to plan B. But I really didn't have a plan B. Got it. I, I know you had also mentioned that you lost energy at one point and had to build yourself back up on the trails by starting off on smaller hikes. For those who are in a possible similar position as you or in general that have limitations, what trails would you recommend to them? Um, just get outside. The simple act of being outdoors works, works wonders. I would walk very short distances at first, then sit there and let the sun warm my face and breathe in that fresh air. I would leave there feeling so much better. If even just for a short time, that good feeling gave me hope and hope is all I had. In every instance, I came out feeling almost like my old self. I would suggest flat paved trails at first or a small local park. The main thing is to get outside, even if it means taking a walk down the block or down your driveway. Well, those are all excellent trails to suggest. Um... And trails have a lot of ups and downs, as I'm sure you know, sort of like life and the personal things we go through. And for you, there were ups and downs throughout this health journey, but it's important to remember that we are still on the path to our destination, even though the trails may be challenging to get there. Well, you have to focus on small, uh, small milestones in hiking as well as in life. There are numerous peaks and valleys that one has to navigate. In life, the journey may be difficult at times, but that makes reaching the summit that much sweeter. You know, my journey still continues on, but I am the trail boss on this hike that we call life, and I will carry on for as long as I am able. You are definitely the trail boss. <laughs> and for those who love hiking but are, um, you know, also going through cancer, how do you hope your story helps them? What do you hope for others? Since my cancer diagnosis, I hope to serve as an example of what not to do and also what one can do. When I heard the word cancer, I thought my life was over, that this was it for me. And to be honest, it sure felt that way. It surely changed my life, but not in the ways that I had, that I thought at first. I realized as time went by that with new medical technology, it didn't necessarily mean a death sentence. I tried to stay positive, but that wasn't always easy. I tried to do the things that I enjoyed as much as possible. It's a long, long, hard road, but there is hope. I didn't go to a doctor for a routine physical or any other reason for over 20 years. I felt fine and I was never sick, so I saw no reason to go see a doctor. Early detection is key with any disease. I have shared this with friends that several went and got a full workup. If I had gone to a doctor, they may have caught it early and I wouldn't have gone through as much suffering as I did. To me, if one lesson is to be learned by my play, it's that one. Other than that, you have to keep moving. Just get out there and walk. Bask in the sun. Breathe some fresh air. Let the wind touch your skin. Do you have a favorite trail in general and why? Can can be anything. Well, I don't have one favorite trail or hike. Every hike and trail that I've been on has its own charm. 
I love American history, so anywhere that has a story past is where I want to go. The stone walls and woods roads that we hike tell the story. And when I'm in the woods, I'm listening to what they have to say. I grew up in the lower Hudson Valley and still reside there. The area along the Hudson River has always been my stomping ground. Places with a view of the Hudson River are some of my favorites. The long path, which runs along the Palisades in New Jersey and New York, is always fun. The Appalachian Trail is another favorite of mine. Just being on such a historic footpath is inspirational. Hey, hiking is my therapy listeners. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or for more information, check us out at hikingismytherapy.com. I find myself there more frequently lately. I also try to stay away from the more popular spots, at least on the weekends. I enjoy the more tranquil areas where the sound of nature is all I hear. So before we close out, do you have any last words or insight or guidance? Anything you want to add? Floor is yours. Well, check out my website, scenesfromthetrail.com. It has a little bit of everything from state parks to small local preserves. It has something for everyone. And it doesn't matter how old you are or what kind of shape you are in. Get outdoors. Just put one foot in front of the other. Whether it's walking to the mailbox, around the block, or on a trail, just walk. It worked wonders for me. That's why hiking is my therapy. I love that. And Carlos, thank you so much again for joining us and sharing your story. I know it's not easy. And I definitely appreciate you sharing all of your experiences and insight and you know, your, your perspective on what you've been going through. Um, again, you know, really do appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Deborah. I, I appreciate you. Well, everybody, you know, wise words of Carlos and, you know, thanks so much again. And we will see you guys next. Hey, hiking is my therapy listeners. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple podcasts and Google podcasts. Or for more information, check us out at hikingismytherapy.com.